Hello and welcome to another episode of the Full Force Weekly, brought to you by Generals Joe's Reborn.com with me as your host, Christopher McLeod, aka Diagnostic 80. For today's episode, I'm joined by the awesome Patrick Not Picard Stewart. In this regular video series, we round up all the week's news in the world of G.I. Joe. What is it, Pat? It's the Full Force Weekly, and I just realized that I'm actually wearing the shirt that I was wearing during that intro. <laughs> I wouldn't have noticed genuinely. Uh, uh, do you never take? Do you never change? Do you never take it off? Oh, gross! Uh, that's amazing. How are you doing, my good man? Doing okay. Con- doing just just okay, but at least okay. I was about to say congratulations. I don't know why. Congratulations on feeling okay. Um, I guess. Uh, thanks to everyone joining in the comments already. My goodness. Morning, everybody. Hope you're having a nice weekend. It is the Full Force Weekly, as Pat has already said. Um, and it's today is a very special episode, of course. We're in the Cobra Convergence July. So this is Cobra Convergence 7. Obviously, we'll be kind of shouting that out at the end as well and going into a bit more detail as to what that actually entails. Um, and there's also a video at the end that tells you everything you need to know. So if you want to stay along for all of that, you can get all the info you need about Cobra Convergence. Uh, HCC is on the in the comments. Uh, how are you doing, Brian? Thank you guys for joining the Convergence. Do we ever not join HCC? Have we ever not been involved? Like, come on. We'll, of course, we'll always do a... I uh, thank we'll you always... for putting it together. Exactly. Massive thank you to HCC788, uh, to Brian, for doing uh, an amazing job of getting all of these... It must be like shepherd, like herding cats, I imagine, is what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> getting them... Just even trying to get them all in the door. I've been terrible with it. Like, this is the thing, like, HC788, I'll, I'll just say Brian from now on. Is that right, Brian? Brian does this amazing job of literally getting all of these contributors to do Cobra Convergence um, kind of, like, theme. There's a, there was a theme running through it a lot of the time. We just do a weekly and we change the graphics because that's the easiest thing we can do. We are literally minimum effort, right, Pat? Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm not co-signing that. I, I I'm 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 putting forth a lot of effort. I'm only kidding, of course. But no, I, yeah, like you know, we we always want to be involved in COVID convergence. It's a great uh, thing for the community. And as we were talking on the um before we went on, Pat, it does really kind of give you a like. I think you said it actually. It gives you a kind of great, I suppose, like idea or overall idea of all of the different things involved in the community. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it, it is nice um, to have like a roundup of all the other channels and things so that I can make sure that I'm checking them out because it's a reminder to do that uh, because there's fun stuff out there and it is a nice summary of what else is out there. So it's it's doubly good for me each year. Absolutely. So thanks anyway for the invite as, as always, bud. Um this is a perfect comment. Look, Patrick's minimum effort is everyone else's maximum effort. I like that. That's actually, yeah, we're going to get on the t-shirt. We'll get on the t-shirt for Pat. Um, yes, morning to everyone. There's so many of you in the comments. This is fantastic. I uh, hope you're having a great morning. Um, yeah, brilliant stuff. And I hope you have a good weekend as well. I hope we can help kickstart it if necessary, or just continue being good uh, for you. So we've got a lot of news to get, well, we've got a bit of news to get through, I should say. But I imagine the way Pat and I deal with a bit of news is usually to talk about seven or eight hours on it. Sure, we have plenty of time. So then we end up burning time and it ends up being 
hey, we better hurry up and talk about these two things an hour from the time <laughs> we started. Well, like I this intro, like this intro, right. for example, always the same. Also, if you haven't, um, if you didn't get catch it early this morning, I've been up for so long, mate. I feel like I'm going to just collapse at some point now. I did unbox this beauty today as well. So you can check that out on the uh, on the channel after this, if you like. And also, I've said it on the, la the last thing I said on the, on the unboxing. Who sent me these amazing things? Look, Pat, I got a four-inch SAS paratrooper, modern style. Isn't he cool? Oh, that is pretty cool, yeah. And a gaucho. Friggin' gaucho custom. Who yeah, was that's it? That's a really good use of that of that gung ho. Again, I feel terrible if someone messaged me because, I, like I said, I've been getting a lot of messages recently, so I can't remember if anyone sent me anything or told me they were sending me anything. Please let me know in the comments or privately, please. And apologies for not because I want to shout you out. I just completely forgot who it was. Um, anyway, that's enough of that. Let's get on. Oh, I should have done the shout outs, which I will be anyway. But let's get on with the actual news, Pat, because there's been some weird, weird news this week. It almost seems designed to just be weird for us, doesn't it? It does. Anyway, all I'm going to say is full four. High-end golf club and golf accessories company Betanadi Golf have revealed their latest officially licensed G.I. Joe collection. Yes, you heard that correctly. The assortment features a wide range of made-in-the-USA products including putters, head covers, metal accessories and leather goods. As well as all the expected Joe and Cobra characters on show, Betanadi have also immortalised a few of their own characters in the collection, with their bearded wizard fellow codenamed Skyline and their Queen Bee Club Series B codenamed Sting Viper getting their own artwork on explosion backgrounds. The limited edition G.I. Joe collaboration launched across two days with the G.I. Joe Real American Heroes dropping on Wednesday, July 5th, followed by the Ruthless Cobras on Thursday, July 6th. I'm not sure if it's a glitch in the Matrix, but it seems that every item is sold out right now. That can't be right, can it, Pat? I think it is. That's uh, because incredible. When you had posted it before, I looked and some things were sold out, then more things were sold out. It got down to the point where it was like the hat that wasn't very G.I. Joe, the shirt that wasn't very G.I. Joe, and the, the entire golf bag were the last three things available. And the golf bag was like five or was a little under $600, I think. Yes. But everything now, like I went to their site today just so that I knew which of those things was still available. And I was like, wait, where's where's G.I. Joe? Is it was it a limited time thing? And then I looked and it just was in the arc in what they call the archive. And uh, it's all sold out. So good for them. I wonder what kind of quantities they made. But then I Long. wonder what kind of quantities they ever make of anything. Yeah, that's it's a good point actually, and yeah, totally good for them. I'm really friggin' happy. It is like I'm I'm not going to buy any of this, right? So because I'm I'm not like an avid golfer. I can golf. I've got a decent swing on me, but in terms of like, it's not something I I really do or put any money into. So this isn't this wasn't something I was going to ever really be involved in. But the fact they sold out of everything just blows my mind. I'm so I'm very actually very happy that the brand has done well. For them specifically if that is the case yeah exactly it's it's a good thing for gi joe whenever one of their licensees just sells through all of their product within a week ed says the lowest proud thing to happen to golf since happy gilmore <laughs> <laughs> 
brilliant. Oh, amazing. I just, uh, it, it's crazy and fun, though. I'm not going to lie. I love the fact we got 91 Ducat on there. I think that's pretty dope. Well, yeah, I was really surprised. To be honest, whenever where this first popped up between the new characters and the use of some really old art that I hadn't seen in a long time, Yeah, I actually wondered if it was licensed. And then, you know, you click on it, and clearly it's it's a very legitimate company oh yeah yeah and then you look and it's like oh this is licensed and oh those are their characters that's why all this starts to make sense and yeah it's uh it's interesting it took me a while to figure out because people were saying like i look i saw that that character initially and thought immediately that the kind of bearded one and the the kind of like wasp thing or the bee i looked at them and i was like oh i kind of I just assumed it's going to be their own kind of characters that they've done before in certain, like, you know, like mascots and stuff like that. And it did seem to be the case. It was like a wizard, bearded wizard that had been kind of popped up in different places before. And they have a whole like line of like bee related products. They're on the website, they're things called the hive and it's like honeycomb and, and, you know, like dripping honey and stuff. And then you click on it and yeah, lo and behold, this is um, skyline which is an interesting code name for the the bearded guy and sting viper uh but yeah bit kind of fun interesting kind of stuff um i i i, I don't know like has do you think they had to go to hasbro we want to put our own characters in here and the hasbro had to sign off or do you think i, I you know, would think for sure yeah i, I would think so but i, I hear just, skyline and all i can think of is the chili place the hot dogs with like mile high cheese on top. Oh, you ever had, okay. Ever had I've never had Skyline. I've uh, vaguely. It's an Ohio. Vaguely, I think. Yeah, I was going to say Ohio. I vaguely recognize the name though, based on hot dogs. Um, that's funny, man. Um, they also, I mean, like there was stuff that they revealed initially, and it was a lot of like covers and bags and 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 kind of like I say bags, ball bags. But then also the, the, on the actual day, they revealed the actual clubs, which are quite interesting. So we've got these like G.I. Joe emblazoned clubs and everything. But then also there's the ball bag. I just wanted to say ball bag without having to bleep it, um, which is funny. And then they also had the Cobra stuff, mate. Okay, before I get to the Cobra thing, is this the funniest image you've ever seen in your entire existence? Cobra Commander Cushion, <laughs> or co- whatever it is. Doing a address to his troops, which are effectively golf covers turned around. I, you know, I didn't even notice it until you pointed it out. To be quite honest, <laughs> that's amazing. They did a proper Dio scene, and everything it is superb. I'm so happy they went to that level to do that. Um, do they have ball washers? Says uh, HCC. I um, want to say yes. I think they all do. <laughs> they all need to. Uh, yes, lols. Lols on ball bag. Um, and then uh, the, the thing I wanted to kind of check out, actually, Pat, the thing that I was interested in looking at was this Cobra Golf Club with the his tank on it, which I think is adorable. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if I had seen this one or I looked at their website before. Yeah, this was posted on the day on their Facebook page, I think. And I just thought, yeah, that looks amazing. I just love the fact that this tank on it. I wonder how much of this stuff just sold as a collectible, because this is going to be like one of those really weird things that if you're really just into 
GI Joe merchandise. That man, is some pricey merchandise out there. Big time. RKW says, where is the triple T? I like it. I like the punnage on that one. Very awesome. Um, yeah, just just random, random news this week on the Betanardi golf front. Um, yeah, like, I, and again, I still can't get my head around it selling out so fast. I mean, that must have been selling out not just to Joe fans, but to like golf. I mean, maybe there's a maybe there's a collector market here that I'm just not aware of, Pat. Yeah, it's entirely possible that collectible golf stuff has kind of taken off, but, you know, just having some flashy new clubs and a bag is just something that people do that I am not aware of. And clearly they did something that was successful. I mean, it sold out within a week. So whatever their quantity was, I'm sure that they planned on a quantity that would, you know, make them the, the money that they wanted to make, you know, the bare minimum of it at least. Yeah. I, I don't, it doesn't seem like they're going to restock either. No, that doesn't, it doesn't feel that way, does it? It feels no. like you had your three tenths of a second yeah. to buy whatever you wanted. Jeff Butler says classified Caddyshack figures confirmed. Uh, yeah, I think that's the case. I think that's the case. It's happening. Uh, anyway, enough talk of balls. That's Betanardi Golf. <laughs> uh, are there any other screen? Are there any other slides on this, Pat? I do not know, and I'm too tired to check. Um, let me take a look. See, Pat will deal with it. No, that is the last one. I was right. I should have just gone with my gut on that one. Anyway, we've got more news to get through. So let's move on to Walmart Collecticon. Walmart have announced their upcoming Collecticon event for the 18th and 19th of July. Classified Joes are amongst the multitude of products that the big dubs have ready to reveal, and based on leaked listings and that one cheeky Shadow Tracker digital render that we've already seen, then we could be in for a pretty fun couple of days. Expect that Night Force theme to expand along with the narrative on the box art, and in terms of leaked info, Night Force Shooter, Night Force Shockwave, an Alley Viper redeco, some kind of zombie element, a Joe redeco, and a new Joe character could very well be on the cards. I doubt we'll get all of that, but I could see a few drops during the event for sure. Make sure to log on for the first sneak peek reveal on July the 12th, and hopefully we won't have to wait too long to see the G.I. Joe figures. Hopefully we won't. Um, yeah, so this is an interesting one. Obviously, CollectorCon uh, popping up on the 18th and 19th of this month. Um, so, you know, we just get out of June, and straight away we're going to have some more stuff to uh, get involved with Pat. Does that does that worry you? Do you need a bit more time? You know, ever since I switched over to uh, just kind of picking and choosing and buying things as I find them at retail, um, I, my life has been a lot less stressful about <laughs> some of these things. I don't Definitely. really feel like the G.I. Joe bill comes due anymore. Right. And that's nice. Uh, you know, there have been a couple wild of bill. I, right. The wild bill. Well, yeah, that's coming soon too, isn't it? The wild bill is going to happen. Uh, but, you know, there's going to be a couple of them where I'm a little bit bummed at first that I didn't get in on them. But so far, it hasn't been that difficult to get the things that I that I want for sure. Yeah. And then um, buy things as they pop up at retail. No, I totally, uh, I totally understand that. Definitely. It does feel, though, even if you're in that kind of position and you're doing that, um, like it still feels like this avalanche of product 
at the moment, doesn't it? Like, you know, we we did have a little kind of period. What's funny, isn't it? Like we had that period and I remember the comments and everything where it was like, you know, we were getting all that stuff delivered late, like going into like just before Christmas and then just getting into the new year. Loads of figures were delivering at the same time. It all comes flooding in. And then there was this gap for like a couple of months. And I remember yeah. people, well, I say a couple of months, it was probably more like a month. But you still had stuff trickling in as, you know, in that time frame. But there was no like reveals, no, none of this. And the comments were all like, we need more. Where is it? What's going on? Why have we not got more? And I was thinking kind of with an eye on knowing what was coming, like just pump those brakes a little bit because you're going to be getting yeah. a lot of stuff. They were clearly having a break in between to kind of let people catch up. And it just seems to have absolutely tsunamied through the year. Yeah, I need those breaks because to be honest, I do have a little bit of trouble figuring out what is out and what is not out at any given moment. Because, you know, for me, anything that is out is something that I'm, I'm, I'm not importing any of this stuff. I'm not spending the extra money to buy this from a seller from, from China yeah. or to buy any of the stuff that has made it early into Europe. Yeah. I, I'm not doing that. So for me, what is out is anything that, you know, I would have ordered, I would have ordered through some of the normal channels, you know, through some of the, some of the websites or something that would have been found at brick and mortar, you know, anywhere pretty much locally or in the U S um, and it's, it's hard to know, what stuff actually has hit and what has not. Mm. No, I, I have to agree with that because it gets, I, I get confused with it because like I'm, yeah. I'm thinking like, well now I know Dusty and the Crimson Guard are obviously, you know, in the process of doing something. I don't know what it is though, because some people have it, some people don't have them, you know, like the, the, some countries don't have them. We don't have them in the US but they've definitely come out in other places. So it's difficult to get like a gauge of like, I don't know if I'm caught up now with Bazooka in hand. <laughs> I'm thinking, do I do I have everything now? And then of course, we're going to be talking about Snowjob and Arctic Bat later on. They're on the wet. Well, they're getting delivered today. So like, I don't know where the, where the point of catch up is. It's like this constant game that you're playing where you're yeah. like, like I, I know that's out because I've seen loads of pictures of it, but were they imported figures? Was it in the UK? Was it, it gets, you're right. It gets like an absolute mess. Then on top of that, you've got leaked listings. You've got leaked character names. You've got um, like early leaked images of stuff. And you're kind of like, so is that on its way? Is that made? Is that done? Is that like, I don't know what's going on. It does get a little bit insane. And I do try to stay on top of it. But I even have to let go of like, you know, oh, BBTS has got stuff in stock. It's like, cool. Like we've reported on everything. Do we need to kind of like, you know, do we need to also report on now these individual figures are coming into stock everywhere? It's like a, it is a weird minefield, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's like, maybe I should start keeping a better track of my checklist and add a spot for, released somewhere in the world and then released you know in the united states where i could get them for retail price Mate, that's typical of you to go the seymour skinner route and say um i have too many action figures no it's the shelf that's the problem 
<laughs> it's like that is the Seymour Skinner from the Simpsons maneuver, isn't it? Going, uh, right. maybe I should keep keeping better track of it, or maybe the company that sells this stuff should be giving you clearer indications of where things are yeah, in the maybe. process. But that is, I do love that. That 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 just reminded me of that when you said that. It's like maybe I should. It's like no, clearly the shelf is in the wrong. Um, <laughs> Amazing. Um, Ed says, clearly there's a container ship that came in last month because the Indiana Jones, Marvel Legends, and Star Wars Black pre-orders all came into stock at the same time. And wow. Yeah, I can imagine that people that collect... I'm, I used to collect multiple lines of things. That just had to stop happening. Um, you know, just for multiple reasons. Space, money, stress levels, anxiety, you name it. It was like, I'll streamline, and I am still having trouble keeping up with Classified because it is constant now. Yeah, I've still been doing a bit of some of those other lines. Like, I have the Indiana Jones here behind me, and uh, those were, two two of them anyway, were new retro figures. You know, mm. they're, they're ones that weren't in the vintage line. Yeah. And I was kind of sad to actually see all that stuff go on clearance at Target this week because it, oh, prob it probably means that there's, you know, not much more uh, to be released, which, I mean, it also stinks that uh, it's going on clearance and not all of them. Ha I haven't even seen all of them. Yeah. So, yeah, that sucks, man. I didn't realize that. Um, Tom McCloy says, that's brilliant. We are all Seymour Skinner. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Um, Darren Marshall says, yep, G.I. Joe's been putting out so much that I've had to just about completely give up the other lines. The same for me, mate, on that one. Uh, shout out to Darren as well, friend of the show. Uh, most people are on the in the comments, to be honest. <laughs> I don't know why I say that. Everyone is a friend of the show in the comments. Um, Matt says, I only wish Walmart was not the place we had to get the figures from. I hope when they bring back the retro card backs, we will be able to get them from other toy sites. Matt, I don't think they're going to be, uh, I don't think they're going to be Walmart exclusive. Um, just a, a, that's like a speculative hunch because we are getting more retro and I the fact that they already have the Night Force, I, I think that's going to be some sort of like pulse thing. Like I think I could see retro being a pulse thing or a like a mainline type scenario. Uh, what do you think, Pat, to that? Yeah, we, we definitely saw all of the confusion of the shift of no open packages and then retro isn't going to exist and so now we have night force coming and then oh the open packages are back so retro is back but night force is kind of already uh yeah. filled that position so yeah. i i mean maybe they offered it up again to walmart but that doesn't seem to be there seems to be no indication of that so i think that we'll be good yeah, for finding it in some places that won't crush it, where <laughs> that won't deliver it via pterodactyl or or blooming ancient flaming trebuchet. Right. Um, <laughs> Sean Forrester says distribution is hard to follow with overseas sellers here in the Midwest. I've gotten in rock and roll and shipwreck waiting on all the rest. That's the other thing as well. It, it nothing. It doesn't ship in a wave anymore. Like you don't get like a wave of fig. I mean, I do thanks to in demand toys. But in general, coming into the US, it's very kind of bits and pieces uh, kind of distribution, which is, it's, it's odd. But I don't know, still trying to, I don't know, get a grip on all of this. It's, it's difficult. Um, uh, Rachel says, Shadow Tracker should be easy to get. The average Joe fan won't know who he is and give him the Glenda treatment. 
it's a possibility uh, on that one. I think, yeah, we're both kind of doing the yeah. The yeah, kind of, I kind of um, think I kind of think she's right. Yeah, yeah. Good shout, Rachel. Um, um, cool. Sorry. Right. Let's talk about what we could be seeing then from uh, these Walmart exclusives because if you kind of take into consideration the leaked kind of information that's kind of been creeping out, the what we kind of know, what we don't know. Obviously, Shadow Tracker is a big shout because we know that he was revealed as a Walmart exclusive. So that was a leaked listing that revealed him specifically as a Walmart exclusive. So we know that we will be getting him at some point. It's likely, seeing as he's the only one we've seen, that he might be in the in the reveals on the 18th and 19th. But it's also a possibility that we see something else, Pat. So Night Force Shooter is obviously one that was really, uh, leaked. We've also heard that Night Force Shockwave is a possibility from a, a couple of different sources now. Um, Ali Viper Redeco has been one that's been on the like we've known about for a while and has been kind of kind of leaked as well. And then this Zombie Viper situation, which I don't think. Okay, here is my idea, Pat, and I want to run this by you and see what you think. I think the character I've put on screen there next to Shadow Tracker, in between Shadow Tracker and Ali Viper, that was seen behind Tunnel Rat in his product imagery, I think this is the zombie character, but I also think it's a mole rat. So I think what we're going to be getting for mole rats are these figures that we're seeing with some sort of alternate zombie head or arms you know like make it you can kind of make a zombie out of it if you know what i mean that's why i think we're gonna get or it's a mole rat and it's already zombified what do you think about that idea it could, it could also be Shaun of the dead just woken up <laughs> <laughs> that's one of my favorite parts of that movie is pat the, you've, the... you've got you've got a bit of red on you mate <laughs> i have a lot of red on me I'm so glad I remembered that in the movie. Um, dogs can't look up, by the way. Did you know that? I don't remember that part. He's in the pub and he's like, he said, he, he talks, I think it's um, his his mate. I always forget his name. What's his mate's name? I've completely forgotten. I and, uh, I can't remember right now. Oh, anyway, it's going to kill me. Nick anyway, Frost, but I don't remember the character. He says, his mate told him that dogs can't look up. It's because it's he's like saying that that the Winchester rifle's loaded, and he said, like my mate Alan told me that, and he said, "Is that the same guy that told you dogs can't look up?" <laughs> Amazing. Sorry, uh, Shaun of the Dead. You think it's but, a Shaun of the Dead classified figure, is what you're saying? Yeah, sure. It's Shaun of Shaun of the Dead. He's joined the GI Joe team. That's the uh, it's the crossover. Um, no, I, I think that I think that you're right in that if we get a zombie. A good way of handling that is to have some swappable parts, if that's at all possible, because swappable parts on... Like, you can't have a bunch of zombies that all look exactly the same. Yeah. It doesn't work out so well. Uh, in the 4-inch zombie viper figure, you had the swappable arms that really helped. Um, and then you had the helmet that you could put on. Yes. Or have yes. off. Uh, lots of swappable options, I think, are important because um zombies really aren't about being uniform and so having a little bit of disarray is is necessary uh, oh, and and the pose of that he definitely looks like he's not not doing he's not very healthy no he ain't doing well. he's got going on dude's been sucking up dark energy on all, all night in that tunnel yeah. 
Um, well, that's one of the things I was going to mention. Actually, Neil Hills pointed out as well. Um, I'm not stealing this from you, Neil. This was part of my thought process. But like in that update where Destro was talking about the mole rats have been affected by the dark energy on mining and all that kind of stuff, it just kind of, you know, the fact that there's dark, there's purple crystal dark energy on stuff in that, you know, imagery as well. It just kind of, I, I feel like they're going in that direction with it. And I think that's what um, the mole rats are. I think that's what we're looking at there in the background. <clears throat> anyway, um, I've got I've got to say as well that 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 four inch zombie viper was so cool. I love that figure when it came out. It was so talked about in the community at that point. It was like it was such a hot topic, but not in a in a negative way. It was just sort of one of those things where it was like this is really friggin' cool, and obviously mm -hmm. it had the narrative with um, uh, Compound Z, Compound Z. Um, and all that kind of stuff. But like, I, I don't know, I really enjoyed that and I wish it had gone a bit further, but it just kind of, it didn't really go any further than like maybe an airtight figure and the zombies. Well, they have the, all the blind pack figures that were shown at uh, in the concept case. That the we're concept have. case, exactly, yeah. Yeah, um, so I, I would have liked to have seen some of that stuff. I, I think that it, I don't know, there's at this point, if you don't like zombies, there's enough G.I. Joe stuff, I think, coming out. That if they were to dip too far into that, there's oh yeah, plenty of other stuff. That's the thing. You're right. There's so much. There's so much now to this line. We just talked about about twenty releases in the last you know couple of minutes. So yeah, like there's there's plenty to get stuck into. And if it isn't your jam, then you can just be like and move like move aside from it, kind of thing, can't you? Yeah, and I like that they have kind of handled it along with like the eco warrior stuff. So like the Toxo zombie stuff kind of makes sense. And I, I like that. The, it, I like it being incorporated in, into G.I. Joe in that way. But the right. idea of an actual zombie outbreak in G.I. Joe, I'm not really into that. Yeah, it's more, I know what you mean. Like it's, yeah, it's like the, the fact that it's contained a little bit in this small uh, narrative. Yeah. Um, yeah, cool. Well, okay, well, Nightfall Shoot is another one. There's another um, possibility we could we could finally see uh is it jody craig we can finally finally see her yeah and you know i it's good but i think that we eventually need to get a like a a standard outfit shooter oh hell yeah i wonder if they're doing this on purpose i mean i say that but then i think big ben right is is the scope enough to do a ever so slight repaint of his original deco Probably not, is there? No, I mean, unless you're going to put that on a retro card and oh, add, that's a good point, yeah, and add the possibility of somebody buying, of buying a a, a you know two in order to keep one in the card. Like, I, I just can't imagine that it's going to make too much sense to re-release Big Ben. He looks so much like his original figure. I mean, I think we'll get, I think we'll get reuse out of him. But I, I agree with sure. you in that, uh, yeah, that. Um, that that redeco into his original kind of like strictly original deco is probably not really necessarily going to happen. But on a retro card, that's a good shout though. That is a good shout. Um, maybe they're doing things like this. Maybe they're changing things on certain characters so they can release them on retro card. Now that that's going to be something they're going to go back to. So yeah, there maybe. Is a but even then, I can't imagine that being that dynamic of a difference that they would want to uh, to do that. Yeah. Well, we'll see, I guess. But yeah, that's uh, it's a good point, mate. Definitely. Um, okay, so Nightfall Shooter, 
that would be okay though if they did a, if they did an all black version for night force right and an all green version for a retro for a retro car that she sure, never but, was on but that's what happened with the other with with the four inch figure too is that we got the the special teams version of shooter but we never got the standard one so i, yeah. I just don't want to see that happen here like if you're going to do shooter just you know give us the, her in her standard uniform as well I'd also say though, mate, I think the line's doing all right that you'll probably yeah, get no, enough I, longevity. I think it is. I, yeah. I think it is, but I'm just kind of picking that out because of the fact that we didn't get it in the four inch. <laughs> yeah, because it still hurts, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I I feel your pain. What about Night Force Shockwave? Could be the first Night Force character that is from Night Force that we get in there. Uh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that would be that would be a good choice, and I'd be curious to see what he looked like because, you know, the green vest is correct. Uh, it's like that dark green color on the figure, um, and I'd be curious to see how well they they kind of match that original the original design. Um, the fact that they're doing like you know, for example, if this was the case and we are getting a Nightfall Shockwave, it just makes me excited because you know. That we'll get a regular shockwave like that is like the opposite of this big yeah. Ben and shooter talk we're talking about now it's kind of like an almost a given based on the degree of difference between the two decos like yeah. that that light blue with the, the dark blue digital camo that's gonna be sweet man yeah and this is a good choice because honestly of the original run of night force all all of those figures are popular but it feels like shockwave is especially popular like he's the one that people really gravitate toward i think you mean lightfoot right no sorry i, th I don't i think you mean lightfoot i think you've misspoke there um or do you mean version three snake eyes probably that's all you ever talk about jeez um <laughs> Um, what about the Alley Viper redeco? Because obviously we we're pretty almost certain that's possible a possibility based on leaked information. So yeah, you, go for it. I I would hope that that if they're going to redeco Alley Viper, that they give him a bit of the same treatment that they did the bat, which came in the same wave, right? Bat yeah, and Alley yeah. Viper the same wave. Yep. So I would love it if this one actually had a different complement of accessories because uh you know i i opened the other alley viper and it was like well it's a six inch alley viper but it was unremarkable to me there wasn't there wasn't anything to object to but at the same time it was not as fun or as good as the four inch figure i just really didn't think so yeah um there's some stuff that they could do that they could change it up with um you know because there there the Original Alley Viper version two and three um, actually had a new torso, head, and arms compared to the version one Alley Viper. So it would be neat if they changed up the parts choice even, like not even necessarily tool something new, but just come up with something new out of out of what they have. Yeah. And I would like some, something different for the accessories, maybe. Yeah, I, I think... I'm I'm kind of like on the fence as to what I want from this. Do I want a version two kind of bumblebee, black and yellow, right? Or like and and therefore a new thing. But this is we know it's a redeco, so it's more than likely, like you say, <clears throat> either going to be a little bit like the Arctic Bat, where they throw in a couple of new tool things that just go along with it, 
like for example, maybe they do a retooled head so that you get that yeah. version that the uh, Pursuit of Cobra version had. Was it red and, the red and black one, Pursuit of Cobra? Yeah, that one was Pursuit of Cobra. It was Pursuit of Cobra, wasn't it? That, um, yeah, that kind of like mask, eyes on show, helmet kind of scenario. And maybe that could obviously like reignite a little bit of new into yeah. it. Um, obviously, the red and black deco, if they do the red and black version. I've seen some really nice, obviously, there's, there's a lot of uh, Ali Viberi decos that have been done. I've seen some really nice, like black, black and blue kind of possibilities as well that look friggin' awesome. And I think kind of like a black and blue would go really well with that Night Force theme when, you've, when you're looking at like the range Viper and, you know, what, what we've had in, with that so far. I think that would be kind of cool too. Well, there were a lot of there have been a lot of Alley Vipers released over the years because there's the nineteen ninety seven one. Yep. Uh and then there was the one from um Spy Troops that we came in a two pack with with mm. with Cobra Viper. Uh and there were some and I don't know, my mind went immediately to the Spy Troops one. I guess that's telling that I liked it better than the red one and the blue one that came before it in Joe versus Cobra. Yeah, that is interesting. Um, I, I must admit, though, like there's there's so many things that we could get here from a from an Ali Viper. So, I think the red and black is very likely, though. I think it's um, it's a high possibility. Um, yeah, and and then obviously we've got these two kind of like outliers. We have a new Joe, like a new character, which you know it's funny in it. Like we've had Big Ben, not Night Force. Shooter, not really technically Night Force, has had some sort of connection in a very loose way with that Special Forces 3-pack, which was effectively supposed to be like a Night Force homage. Yeah. And then we've got, um, now, we, you know, and then we've got Wes Tennyson, which is the internal code word, a new character completely. So we kind of, I feel like we need Shockwave <laughs> just yeah. to make it Night Force. And then this Wes Chekhov redeco, which could be shockwave if they plan on doing a regular shockwave maybe it's a redeco in their process um and we just aren't aware of it because it hasn't been leaked yet and or it could be a completely different re we could be night force falcon we're looking at well, i mean what what do you think is that redeco oh i don't come on really <laughs> what have we I, had so far we've had what flint we've had roadblock they're both in night force uh, Tunnel Rat is in Night Force, and we kind of technically had him. Um, I can't think of any others. Duke was in Night Force, wasn't he? I think Duke was in Night Force. Randomly. Duke was in Night Force in Spy Troops because whenever he's disguised as the Alley Viper, um, he actually on the package it said he's Night Force Duke. Yeah. So yes, he was, but it's one of those you know blink and you miss it or don't dig deep enough and it's hard to find but outback yeah. outback's another one um yeah of, of course yeah for sure i mean th that's the thing though isn't it there's so many options here it could be any of those my fear <laughs> is that it's falcon and they don't do anything with the head okay there I, I can't imagine them doing that because that's that's almost like planning for it to just sit because Falcon is also among the things that's on clearance right now at Target. Yeah. If you didn't pick one up, I think he's about $12.50. Yeah. 
Yeah, I have one out there that it was twelve dollars and fifty cents to prove it. <laughs> uh, Darren says Beachhead. That's a good shout. Um, there's another, yeah, because I think that is one of those figures. I love that. I thought that was a great classified figure. I would love to see that one done in some sort of uh, Night Force fashion. Yeah, yeah, it's a good figure. Uh, I don't know if I would want it with a balaclava face. I don't know if I would want it that close to Shockwave. That's a good um, point as well. Yeah, I suppose they're very figure. Yeah, you'd have to, obviously, yeah, the hat is going to be some sort of signifier, but you're right, they're going to be very similar in that sense. Plus, Shockwave is very Night Force, or it was very, very vintage Night Force, and Beachhead was in that, um, was it Toys R Us exclusive set, where it's like, almost like the, the weird kind of pattern on the pants and everything. Right, yeah. 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 Uh, Lady J's a good shout as well. Darren, you, Darren, are you just on Yo-Jo, just going through the list of Night Force figures? Um, it, technically, you could throw in Gung-Ho and Grunt then in that case, because they're also technically in Night Force. And Chuckles. And Chuckles. And Chuckles. Killer. That would be pretty cool, though. I'd be I'd be up for a Chuckles as a redeco from the SDCC exclusive deluxe version. Right. Yeah. yeah I, don't, cool. I don't really see it happening, but yeah. Anyway, lots of options, lots of possibilities. Um, I'm excited to see what we get. And yeah, it could be obviously the obvious ones, Shadow Tracker, because he's obviously been revealed a long time ago. That doesn't mean anything because this guy was revealed a long time ago and then was pushed back about six waves. So yeah, um, could be Shadow Tracker. Could be, we could be seeing Mole Rats finally. We could be seeing Night Force Shooter. We could be seeing an Ali Viper Deco. We could be seeing Night Force Shockwave. It could be any bloody body at this point. Anyway, excited to see who it could be, but we've got more news to talk about. So we are going to sniff, shift, not sniff into, we're going to shift into a bit of, well, winter is coming, should we say. It got pretty cold in the middle of summer this week as both the Arctic bat and snow job started to show up in mailboxes across the globe. We got our first looks at snow job out of the packaging courtesy of Jason Yu and boy does he look awesome. Cannot wait to get these two next week and yes, of course, there will be unboxings galore. There will be unboxings galore, there'll be at least two of them. Um, <laughs> anywho... Yes. Also, Darren's been saying he's not going through Yojo. He was just going through them in his head. That's totally fine. I was only joking anyway, Darren. Um, Nunchuck was also Night Force. Good point. Good point. Um, but it wasn't necessarily the Nunchuck that's been released recently. It would have been um, no top Nunchuck in the Night Force, which, again, I don't know. Could they do something with that? We're off Night Force now anyway, and I, I don't want to... We'll move on. But anyway... Winter is coming. Snow job is here. Snow is all around us. What do you think of the figure, Pat? Uh, it looks great. This is where I, what I'm talking about, though. I'm having trouble knowing if this is something. Is is Pulse starting to ship these out? Is that what's going on? Or is this one that's coming? Was this one out this, of China? This was shipped out of Pulse, I believe. Not this particular one on screen, but the ones... I, I know people have been telling me they've been getting uh, shipping... Um, information or notifications is the word i'm looking for for okay. both arctic bat and snow job and so that yeah I, i'm assuming pulse or bb or one of the whoever wherever you can get this 
um, as well, I think. So it's one of those ones where it's trickling through, I believe. I'm getting mine from Nick in the UK. So that's a Europe job. That's an import job, technically. Um, as was this image, that this figure that we're seeing right now. Um, love that box art as well. The render's cool. Do we know what that tank is? I don't think we do, no. I think well, that it's... I'm going to have to get some confirmation on that because it's... I don't... I don't know what it could be. Is that a polar bear too? Yeah, the polar bears up there. Yeah, that's from one of the Sunbow episodes, isn't it? I want to say. The one with Sub-Zero? Oh, well, that's his little baby cub polar bear, isn't it? I, yeah, possibly. I was oh, thinking, wait, I was uh, thinking the said, Sunbow. You said Sunbow, didn't you? Not yeah, me. I was thinking Sunbow, but no, you're right. The, obviously, it's, the polar bears are pretty prominent in Deke as well. Deke. Um, Dick as they said on our version. Does that bother you in any way? <laughs> it says that on the UK version. Dick. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they did that. I don't know why you would change it. Dun, 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 dun. Dick. Um, I, I, I can get away because that's what they said. I can say that. It's not, I don't have to mute it, uh, you know, bleep it. Anyway, I th yeah, there's a summer episode, I think. But Darren Marshall saying Deke episodes, it's a tiller. Um, okay, cool. Well, I'll just go with that then. Hold Down the Heavens is the Sunbow episode by Jeff Butler. He said, not by Jeff Butler, said by Jeff Butler. So thank you, Jeff, for the polar bear reference in that particular um, episode. George Greeno. How you doing, George? He just wanted to say dick as well, which is great. Thanks, buddy. Hope you're doing well. Love to the fam. Um, yeah. Cool. Okay, well, let's move on and look at more stuff. There's actual inside the box now, and we've got... Uh, yeah, he looks great, actually. I think this is a very, very four-inch modern-inspired, isn't it? 25th-inspired going on here. Yeah, for sure. But, I mean, that's that's where things are... Whenever they make something and it is so good for the character, it just kind of becomes a part of the character moving forward. And I think that that is... Uh, what has happened a bit with that 25th anniversary snow job. Yeah, totally. There's no pocket patrol this time. That's what upset off. me. I Yeah, I, I have to admit, that is one thing that I wanted to talk about. Um, HCC says the polar bear is a Coca-Cola product placement. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Karen says hi. Say hi to Karen George for me. Maybe um, it's the Yojo Cola polar bear instead. The Yojola. Yojo Cola bear. The, hang on, there's, there's, there's a pun in this. It's a Yojola bear. There you go. I've combined all of the words. Done. Um, yeah, that's true. That they should do a commercial and just replace Coca-Cola with Yojo Cola, and done. Um, hope we get frostbite, iceberg, and blizzard. Snow job turned out amazing. Yes, Death Alley machine. I would second all of those, please. Um, frostbite would have to come with a snowcat, though, in my opinion, because I think that's doable. Yeah, sure. That'll be easy. That'll, that'll fit on the shelf. Yeah. The, shelf, the shelf's the problem. That <laughs> even no, the shelf is the problem. Um, amazing. I tend, Iceberg would be simple. You could save on so many accessories without Iceberg and just give him his machine gun, and then he doesn't have to have anything. And then you can spare the rest of the accessories to all the other characters in that wave. Jobs are good in. Um, could you imagine if they did Iceberg with just his machine gun? Like, oh. 
I was, no. He got done dirty. What he what, did. Yeah, what that's came in what came that year that had more loadout that took I from him. I don't know. And I haven't even seen anything where anything was was planned for iceberg. He needed like some snowshoes, a or a backpack. Yeah, anything. What's his name? Iceberg. Iceberg, right ahead. I yeah, I can't believe was it 86 you know well, maybe that's the offset the cost of the bat although didn't general hawk come out in 86 and didn't he just have a helmet and a pistol and a backpack oh he did have a backpack didn't he yes he did okay i take it back even general hawk who on appearances has absolutely nothing on him came with more stuff than iceberg <laughs> that will always make me chuckle um, they did make up for it for version two, I guess, uh, and gave him like everything. Yeah, they definitely spent a lot of money though on the bat that year. So. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And, that's and true. iceberg, iceberg version two is it's a pretty awesome figure. Oh, it really is. Screw with a snowboard. It really is awesome. Yeah, um, yeah. This figure looks great, by the way. Um, here's a back shot, a front shot, and a backpack loaded up shot as well. I love the fact that the Skis, poles, and snowshoes all go on that backpack. That is freaking phenomenal. Um, and I love him all geared up, which we'll see in a second. But here are the different kind of options you can kind of utilize. So he's got his hood up. Um, obviously, you can have also have hood up with no goggles. And then he's got the kind of like the, the hair version where he's just wearing the goggles and that version. And then you've got that kind of like ski mark, kind of like the, the, the kind of covered head. As well, which I think you can only really utilize with the hood up option because I think I think it's the only one that fits in there. But awesome stuff, man! The fact it comes with like the hood down option as well is really cool. I, they've really gone to town with this one, I think, in terms of options. Yeah, I like the the gradient color that they have going on the on the visor is really nice. Oh, isn't that cool? Like yeah, polarized kind of style. Yeah, that's really really awesome. Yeah, that's um, way of putting it. Damos says, I had to switch from the TV to the computer to chime in. Are we really going to pass on Cobra Cola pun? Sorry, Damsus. Yes, okay. There you go. It's happened. We haven't passed on it. You've done it for us. Cobra Cola. Um, that would be just as good. Um, anyway, Arctic Stalker, or was it Tundra Stalker, technically? Tundra Stalker would be a great release, Shark Eyes. I agree. Damsos is like, thank you. Thank you for making me switch to a format where I have to type on something. Um, no, thank you for the pun. It's always accept always, always happily accepted. Uh, more puns, please. Yeah, I would love to see Tundra Stalker in um in the in the classified series. And it's a figure and vehicle, technically. Well, it, yeah, I mean that, that figure had so many accessories that it would have to be that would I don't even know. I don't think that you could even do that as a deluxe figure. It probably would need to be a figure in vehicle. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent. And you'd have to come with like the the obviously the kayak, which would also be a backpack. The <laughs> the little buoyancy aid thing that attaches to it, which is also a backpack. Um, that little obviously the connector, the massive machine gun that goes on it. Like there's so many cool things he comes with. The mask. The knife. We've talked about this on. We've talked about this recently, haven't we? On the version therapy. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we did. Yeah, I feel like we're just covering. Go and watch that. Go and watch our monthly, last monthly, please. 
because uh, you'll see us talk about the version therapy stalker was our version therapy. Um, cool, yeah. Also, the loadout where he's kind of like fully geared up. I love that picture on the left, man. He looks so good. And I just, yeah, I'm just down for this. Also, I said, you know, all geared up, but you, that backpack can actually take the rifle as well. There's a slot in the top that the rifle slides in. So he can carry everything on that backpack. That's nice. I, I'm looking forward to uh, whenever winter hits and there's snow on the ground and people start taking some some pictures of him in the snow. And I think that's whenever the black skis are actually going to be useful because yeah. they won't blend in with the snow. That's true. Do you, I could see them doing a retro snow job in all white with more retro kind of gear and the white, like you said, like the white skis, the white, you know, ski poles and everything. I could see them doing that at some point, definitely. Yeah, that's still going to be a lot. So putting that on a retro card, I mean, that's a good point that I that you just made me think of is one nice thing about maybe not having them be through Walmart and having them be through pulse or somewhere mm. else online is the fact that if a, if a retro figure would require a ton of accessories then maybe they could um still make it happen yeah totally i mean you, you i mean obviously the the height of the skis might be the an issue but the bubbles are pretty big anyway i wonder if they would already fit i'd have to i'd have to get a retro carded figure and a ski when i get the opportunity and soon i won't be today because i have to unbox it first um, but I will check that out to see if it would fit already. If they did new skis too, to be more retro styled skis, uh, obviously the original skis fit on the original card. That's true. Yeah. And the ski poles probably would be okay. They would be, they would be yeah. there too tall. No. Um, so you, rifle you do, yeah. You could do him like, you know, like keep, yeah. And obviously if you gave him did like literally the retro style accessories as well, like they did with Lady J and gung-ho yeah you know like and just really like was it ski poles ski did he have ski poles the vintage figure yeah yeah it, it does doesn't it yeah it ski poles skis backpack the skis backpack, and the, the yeah the rifle yeah that would work yeah which obviously you wouldn't need to include two heads with no it. no just the one need to do that at all yeah yeah you could, you could keep it and then obviously just all white it's all white mate it's all white um laser rifle that was it yeah is his the minsundo rifle which you mm -hmm. can do now. You can so do. We've got it. We have it. Right. We have the technology. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and maybe, and maybe if we're lucky, a pocket patrol. Oh my! Please keep talking that up because I want that's yeah. That obviously was so beautiful on the twenty fifth figure. The fact if you don't already know this, guys, go on Yojo, go check out the twenty uh, fifth snow job, and have a look at it. Everything there is a tiny little GI Joe pocket patrol secondary molded onto the leg and it is awesome and i'm so sad they didn't take that into a secondary thing here and put it on this figure yeah it'd be nice to see it show up somewhere um at another point on another figure i love that kind of stuff i wish hmm. that there was more uh use of some of those licensed items or um that wasn't really a licensed item but you know, there's, you there's a lot of different electronics and things that existed in the vintage run that would just be fun if they incorporated them as tiny little nods here and there. Like the shades that I bought off um, uh, Chris 
once from his from no it was from kenny's house actually because we were like in his basement and he had a carded it was like the shades carded yeah. shades like something like that like an homage to those shades i don't mean make them like the size of a child's pair of shades but make them like obviously the same kind of design that would be kind of fun yeah that for sure would be fun because would i'm be. it never was even clear to me whose shades those are supposed to be no, you've done the card art. It's like some sort of random green shirt or right. something, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, amazing. Are the brown straps removable on the coat? I believe it's a secondary, so it's loose, but it's not. I don't think it's one of those things where you can easily take it off. You'd have to. I don't. Maybe you can easily take it off, but I think the, you'd have to maybe take the head, the shoulder, the head, the neck, the um, hood down piece, um, and then maybe shimmy it over. But it might be a bit too tight for that. Uh, I would assume it's one of those like semi-permanent secondaries. Yeah, that's what it looks like to me too. Yeah. Um, cool. Right then. Uh, oh, George says Steel Core would have been a great platform to include the Pocket Patrol. Actually, yeah, that would have been kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. What that's I think. Call. All right, Pat. Here's a question for you. What in in universe? What is Snowjob carrying in his Pocket Patrol? Um, I don't know. Maybe his Sergeant Slaughter figure that he got, you know, because that exists in universe now. So he's got that would be great if you could fit that Sergeant Slaughter card, in, not the card figure, but the, the loose figure, into the Pocket Patrol that comes with the retro snow job. Are we going too far with this? I think so. Yeah, I think so. That'd be too. That would make it too large. It needs to be needs to be small and just somewhere you know, somewhere about his gear. Like, even if it had been just on the backpack somewhere, like dangling toward the bottom or on the side, like just somewhere, just put it in there. Uh, Cobra La 3-pack, says the George. That, that should be pretty cool. Fudgy bars. Fudgy bars. Yeah, that's what's in his... That, yeah, definitely. Because they're frozen as well, so they can he can carry them in the, in the cold. It's no biggie. Um, I think... I think he would have actually I think you could do it so the pocket patrol would open right and it would only fit one figure and that one figure could be Sarge because that does exist so I don't think it would it be too big Maybe. still I, I think that, that, that figure's tiny if you have to have a wall thickness and everything it's gonna that's gonna make it relatively large that I even wonder if like how big the the 25th one is you know, it was a little large for a oh, four-inch yeah. figure. Yeah. So I wonder if you even just got one of those and managed to put it on a snow job. You know, is there a peg hole somewhere on him or somewhere not, that it could go? I don't think so. Not on the... But um... With what George said, it makes me wonder if there is on the steel core figure, if there's a spot on there, because it's, really it's a really good idea. Yeah, that'd be fun. It would be fun. I don't think there are peg holes necessarily, though. I can't see anything on Snow. No, I don't, I don't either. Yeah. Um, and I th there's there's a shot of him on the skis um, with all of his like kind of regular gear. He kind of looks a little bit in that that mode. I'm getting Thing vibes, uh, the movie. Oh yeah, that's yeah. the vibe I'm getting from that particular look of Snowjob. He looks really good. This is a good, this is definitely a good figure. It really is, isn't it? I'm kind of, I'm still on the fence a little bit. I will say, like, I do like the fact they did those little kind of gray color breaks, but I'm on the fence of it, whether it being a little bit too subtle for me. 
I don't know if I, really? I want it to, yeah, I, I kind of feel like, I think I either want it to be more prominent, the deco kind of hits to be more prominent, or I want it to be a camo of some description. I don't know why, like, I feel like, I don't know. I don't know. Well, there wasn't I'm, like that, not, there, there was that camo snow job that was in the card set that Hasbro was passing out for free at the conventions. They think, I think they passed them out at San Diego and yeah. at NoCon. I mean, he's been camo before. He was camo in the yeah 50s, in the ninety-seven. What? Yeah, yeah, ninety-seven. He was. Yeah, you're right. But was that? Did that come out as snow job? Because there's been that like the one that was white out, and then one was um, pretty frostbite. Sure. Let me have a look. Let me have a look. Yeah, I think it was. If... I think it was snow job at the time. I think there was snow job iceberg, or was he blizzard? Oh yeah. Oh no, they they renamed frostbite blizzard. No, he has had sure. he has had three, four, five camo releases. Uh, Snowjob version two in '97, like you said. Um, version four for Rise of Cobra, and version six again for Rise of Cobra, I think. And then 2010 and 2014. So he's had multiple camo kind of releases. I'm just, I think you're right though. Like in terms of. In terms of what I'm seeing here with this figure, the 97 kind of like blurry gray camo might have been more to my liking here. I don't know why. I just, I'm not sure if, I'm just not sure about it, is what I'm saying. I don't know. It's like one thing I'm not 100% sure on. The figure looks phenomenal, though, don't get me wrong. And the gear he comes with is next level. Like, look at all that. Look at all that stuff. That's great. Yeah, it is a lot of stuff. And I, I think that overall, the figure, when when all put together, um, he does look a different enough from the original. He looks close enough to the original Snow Job, you know who it is. But if you did have a retro one next to him, they would look different enough that it would warrant buying, buying them both. Yeah, totally. Uh, Robert H., you, you might agree with this one, Pat. He wants a green Snow Job. Like uh, the frostbite from, was it Spy Troops? Yes. Good, good. Wow. You pulled that one out of your ass. Yeah. <laughs> that was impressive. That was impressive. I'm just like, oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. My goodness. Impressive work. Yeah. Um, we all want green snow jobs, Robert H. They're the best kind of snow jobs. Um, I'm just kidding. But yes, uh, I think that'd be kind of fun to almost like make him part of the OG kind of lineup, if you know what I mean. You know, kind of make him line up with the uh, OG green. I think that'd be kind of fun. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, cool. Sometimes when I see those OG green figures, I actually want them to finally release one with the the red collar that you see all the time in the comics and in the promotional stuff, but you yeah. never see the red collar on, on the released figures. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, I'm get, people are telling me in the comments, a few people are, you can attach the skis into the backpack straps. Are they talking about the, the backpack, like the secondary on snow job? Because I know the skis go on the backpack. Is that what you're saying, guys? Because we just talked about the I think so, because I, I think that those are straps there on the sides. Yeah. I think that is what they're talking about. Cool. That's interesting. Um, let me just have a look at a shot from behind. From behind! There was that angled one that you just went past. There. 
Oh yeah, like yeah, like that's what that's what I was saying before. Like I I know the skis can go in the backpack. I was wondering if they were talking about something else because it's almost like mentioning something we haven't mentioned. But I I was I wasn't sure if they meant the brown backpack has button loops. Yeah, cool. No, I know, and I, I'm like again. I said like the backpack can take all of. Maybe they're talking about whenever we were confused on whether or not things can attach. I was talking about the pocket patrol. Yeah, like and if, I was if talking... there was a spot to put a custom pocket patrol on him somewhere. Is what yeah, okay. And I was discussing the secondary being a loose thing, but I, yeah, I'm not sure if that's what was going on. Anyway, it's all okay. cool. We get it. Yeah, uh, you were uh, talking about the gray the gray straps that are on his torso. Yeah, the brown. The brown. Those yes, yeah. yes, those ones. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I think that's I think that's all the slides from this one. Um, I'm is. just going to say that. Yeah, it is. Um, I think then that leaves us with one more news item to discuss, and we're talking Haslab again. Earlier in the week, the great Tonino, aka Tony from Hasbro, posted images of the painted Wild Bill figure and the Dragonfly model, and they are looking fantastic. The current order count is around 14,800 at the time of this recording, with just under 10 days to go, plenty of time to hit those final tiers, and with the expected last few days spike, I would expect Hasbro to give us a peek at tier 3 before we reach the 16k unlock for Glenda. Let's get these figures unlocked. Yes. Let's. Um, so first off, the great Tonino, or Tony as he's known, um, posted some lovely images of Wild Bill and the Dragonfly on his Instagram page. This was a nice, fun kind of uh, like thing, like almost a behind the scenes thing to show. And as Pat mentioned to me off camera before, um, I'm just kind of taking, I'm, I'm, I'm taking it from you because you told me this before, uh, but obviously reminded me. They did this last time with the His Tank as well. We showed Cobra Commander kind of like getting the paint treatment and everything. Um, what I will say, though, is I don't think I've ever seen that kind of, um, like, thing on the waist. If you're on the legs, that little connector, I don't think I've ever seen that before. And that looks weird. I don't know how that even... How does that connect? Does anyone what, know? What does connector anyone... are you talking about for the legs? Like well, the... on the waist, above the waist, is that little kind of pokey thing that sticks out. Uh, I probably am looking at the wrong part of the waist. Right image, top right. There's a little kind of thin connector that sticks out of the top of the waist on where the leg, the big legs are dangling. No? There's like a thing that sticks out the top of the waist. Am I the only one that can see this, guys? You're talking about the center of the picture or the right side of the picture? No, on the right-hand side of the image that you're looking at right now, there's top like right, there are a whole set of legs, and at okay. the top of the waist, there is a thing sticking out of it, and I've never seen that before. Do you understand what I'm talking about? I I don't, because I I'm the legs that I'm seeing. You're talking the one that has like the revolver right next to it. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's the same image we're looking at. Yeah. There's a thing sticking out the top of the waist. That connects, I guess, to the torso, but I don't know. I've never seen it before. It's like a weird connector. I've never seen that before in my life. There's a thing that sticks out of the waist, Pat. I'm really surprised you can't see it. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm okay. This is weird. I'm going to get the picture up on here and I'm going to show you a close. Oh, you know what? I'm looking at the wrong thing. 
I figured. Yeah, because I'm enlarging the image and I'm looking at the one on the left for some reason. Why do it's, I not have the full thing? It's literally that that I'm showing you. Okay, that works. Yep, because when I enlarge the image, it only, like, you actually have this as two different images on the same slide. So okay. it enlarged and did, made that disappear. I see. Okay, yeah, that's that. that um, is that actually part of the thing? I thought that that was just a... Uh, I thought that that was just like the stick that he put in there in order to to paint it. That is my question. Um, and that's what HCC has said here. Yeah, maybe something they put on it for the purpose of painting. I think that's what I was getting at is that I thought like I'd never seen it before. So I wondered if anyone knew what it was. And instead it turned into, I don't know what you're looking at. What are you talking about? <laughs> Evan Foster Lol, I see it, Chris. I understand the words that are coming out of your mouth. Thank you. <laughs> um, oh, Neil says, that's a connector as this is a prototype. Thank you, Neil. That's a bit of insight there. I wasn't aware of that. Um, um, <laughs> can someone turn that off and on again? Says most likely it's well, a test figure. You what I was looking at, though, you kept on saying the the legs, and I'm looking at the left picture, so that's where I was confused. I'm, so. I can't even Sorry see the that. legs on the left picture. That's what makes it even worse. I'm like looking at that left picture, like I can't see any legs. Uh, they are on there where you've got, but yeah, like it looks like the revolvers sticking out of the legs. Yeah, that's what you thought. That's I was. What like, I, that's what I thought you were talking about. I like, couldn't no, understand why you were like you don't understand that that's a revolver. <laughs> Enhance, enhance, genius. Um, yeah, it, a lot of people are saying that they think it's um, either something that Tony's used. <laughs> Sean, Chris sounded like an attorney cross-examining Pat on the stand there for a second. <laughs> Pat, are you telling me you cannot? Yeah, that was amazing. Um, yeah, I, I, I thought personally when I first saw it that there was some sort of connector because I've never taken a figure apart. But it, it could either be, yes, it's a prototype, so maybe it's just something that holds it together just enough, or it's something that Tony's using in order to kind of like you hide, like you know hold the waist in position on a stick. So it could be that too. Yeah, if it um, is that, you know, he's removed them on the, you know, everything else. Yeah. But um, yeah, is all of it even here though in that picture? No, that that's not all of no. it. Uh, there's definitely parts missing on that one, but it does lead to this more interesting image of the figure assembled. And man, does he look good! This is like an outstanding figure, in my opinion. Like this is—they've done Wild Bill so much justice here, in my opinion. Yeah, I like the the patch on his shoulder. I like the fact that the revolvers have the star painted on them. It's not just a fully white uh, grip. And there's a lot going on here with color. The, the there really is. The zipper there's on the leg. Yeah. There's, yeah. I mean, it's great. Zip, there's yeah, the zips, the zips are great. The fact that there's like, yeah, you're talking like brown, green, black, blue, silver. There's loads of stuff going on here with this. It's great. Um, I love the details on his gloves as well. The kind of like, like the longhorn sort of raised kind of like detailing on the uh, the cuffs of his gloves. So good. Um, uh, just brilliant. I think as well, some people kind of pointed it out that the, um, the, the 
belt was on the wrong way around. And I think it was just a, a thing where they put it on the wrong way around because of the buckle on it. And it just seems to make sense to go that way around, but it should be the other way around and you should be taking the pistols out in the she other direction. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, yeah, that that's, don't worry if you think it's on wrong. It is, but you can move it. So don't worry about it too much. Um, the other thing I would say is, well, yeah, like, <laughs> don't mention the hat to Ron. <laughs> Ron has a big problem with that hat. Yeah, big time. Shout out to Ron, though. Ron, obviously, you know, legend in the game. Massive shout out to Ron. And he can have that opinion. Of course he can. Um, but yeah, I do. I must admit that I think he looks amazing. And the hat looks cool, too, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think this is a really good, this is a really good job that they did. I'm impressed. Because it could have been, like, this could have been a very simple just, here you go, there's Wild Bill. And I feel like that's kind of what's been done in the past to some degree on some of his released figures, where they haven't really, you know, done him major justice. Um, but, like, even even like the original figure, you know, it, it's great and all, but it's there's not a great deal going on there, is there? Well, you know, it kind of feels like it's that 1983 thing that blends in with 1982. You know, it's a yeah. mostly green figure. And it, I, I, want, I always wonder if that was what their intention was for CoverGirl, since she appears in green in the cartoon. Yeah. Um, but I haven't, obviously haven't seen anything about that. Uh, but yeah, it does feel like he just kind of is a, a remnant of that make everything green from 82 but but he had a little bit more flavor to him yeah definitely i agree with this too um i agree with your point there pat where it's got that kind of like on the fence design kind of thing where it's kind of bleeding into two different styles and what jeremy's saying here is he needs a flight helmet too and i think that would be kind of cool definitely as a you know if maybe one of the others come with a flight helmet that you could utilize for him because I, it would be kind of cool to have that option definitely yeah, it would be nice if the Dragonfly just kind of had two flight helmets. Uh, why don't they do that, though? They're almost committing to it generally fitting a bunch of figures. And so, yeah, I could see it maybe just coming with Wild Bill. But, man, if it came with Wild Bill, I think I would want a second one for the for the HasLab. Definitely. I guess where we've seen, like, those images that – thank you, uh, Jeremy – um, where we've seen um, images of the steel core that they used for the promo shots kind of makes sense because they've already got the helmet on. And yeah. I'm excited to actually utilize a steel core figure with the pilot helmet they've got in the in the Dragonfly because, you know, it's you've got that kind of like almost like jetpack helmet they come with for the two-pack, which we've seen in the renders. I would love to see that in action in a dragonfly as well, because I think that'd be wicked. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. So people are saying that, yeah, it's kind of closing on 15K now. Um, there's the dragonfly model as well that he painted. Lovely work there by Tony. Big shout out to Tony. We want to get him on the show as well, and he is up for it. So hopefully we can get Tony on to talk about all of the stuff he does at Hasbro, uh, all the paintwork and all that kind of good stuff too, because... It really, you know, the, the, there's a lot of people that go into making this brand what it is, and uh, he is definitely part of that team. So we'll definitely try and get Tony on very soon. Um, I should also kind of reveal that we're lining up Corey Cantalupe on the show for an interview soon as well. So we're going to hopefully get Corey on. 
Uh, we've also reached out and we have a conversation going at the moment with um, Paul Harding, who does a lot of sculpting work on the line as well. So hopefully be getting him on there too soon as well. Um, that should, again, these are going to be kind of in the near future, like the next couple of weeks. So we'll try and get those done and dusted for you guys so we can have some more insider info from Hasbro going on. Uh, and also, hopefully, fingers crossed, we're going to get another separate interview with Emily and Lenny as well. That's uh, also in the cards too. So lots to come um, about that. Ask Corey about Falcon, says RKW. <laughs> yeah, I'll get Corey on and give him PTSD, definitely. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, anyway. Lot, yeah, there you go. What do you, what do you think of the app? We didn't really get to talk about it a lot, Pat. But obviously, those beautiful. Um, I did a news burst after the fact, but when we were on the weekly last week, the images broke of um, the promo shots for the for the dragonfly. Did I take it you've had a chance to kind of really get to look at those now? What were your thoughts on them? You know, everything still looks good. I I actually admit I have not backed yet. Uh, I why. fully intend to back. But we're getting so close to Glenda that I almost want to have a feeling that I'm the one that got us there. <laughs> I love, I love crowdfunder psychology so much. <laughs> and Pat, this is so so true. Honestly, that is so funny that you say that because it, it's, it, it's it's a thing. Yeah, it hit it hit at a moment where I didn't mentally have the money to to put into this. I was yeah. going away. I had a bunch of stuff that I had to pay for. And I know it wasn't going to bill until later, yeah. but I had to at least be responsible mentally yeah. and not totally. have that on my mind. Totally. So then once I didn't do it in the first week, it's like, well, you know, we're getting closer to Glenda and I want Glenda. So I kind of want, I kind of want to, to watch it and see when it gets close and just feel like I was one of the, at least one of the last ones to get us there. <laughs> That would be so good because they give you a number, don't they? Do they give you a number when you back it, or is that am I thinking a Kickstarter? They don't give you a number, not that I know of. I don't think that you get a number. You just kind of get to watch the ticker go up, but it's not real time. No, so, no, yeah, it's not. It's not really going to going to happen. But I'm going to feel like it did. I think they should. Um, they should obviously they have a way of you know uh, finding it in like the back end of the website of finding who it was that was exactly that number order, right? So I think they should give the people that hit the benchmarks, they should give them like a special prize or something as like a, you know, congratulations to this person who oh, was the- terrible. Cause then everyone would wait for that special prize. Even if it was just paperwork, you get congratulations. You are, <laughs> were our 16,000th backer or something. Everyone would wait. And also it would be that thing of like the anger for not being the one to get it would be so huge. Yeah. And also that special prize would become so sought after. And what even like you say, say what it, what no matter, no matter what it was, it could be a letter, it could be a post on friggin', it could be an NFT that you get. <laughs> Do you remember them? No, it's already <laughs> I've already forgotten. Uh I've I've funged it from my mind they're non-fungible but I, I managed to funge it from my mind um hcc says i haven't backed it yet i want to but space is becoming a serious issue for me no it's the shelves that are wrong <laughs> there you go getting into the spirit of things hcc the only reason i've had you so much on um on our comments like highlighted is because 
you're effectively sponsoring this episode. Uh, you're not, but you know, obviously, I, I wouldn't have even highlighted any of your comments if it hadn't been a Cobra Convergence oh. episode. No, Brian wouldn't have gotten anything. I'd have just ignored everything he said. Just kidding, Brian. Um, Adam says, I waited on the Sky Striker until I funded it. <laughs> well, thank Brilliant. you for doing that. Thank you, Adam. Appreciate it. Um, just hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Anyway. Um, oh, great. The check is in the mail. Thank you, Brian. I appreciate that. Um, I mean, you could just do a super chat. That would be, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You don't have to do anything. Thank you. That's it. I think that's it for the news, mate. Should we uh, move on to uh, shout outs? Uh, sure. Why not? I was going to cut you off then, but I thought, no, that would have just been... Have you tried Hoarder yet? No? Well, you need to. If you have a collection of things and want to create a fun and easy way of organising it, and of course showing it off, then get involved. You can post items and build collections, and you can drop a status like getting a fun delivery or seeing some awesome related stuff on your travels. Build your collections with Hoarder. The app is free to download on Google Play and the App Store, so what are you waiting for? Get to hoarding. Do you want to know something funny? The last couple of videos I've recorded, I've had a like. It sounds like I've just been like, extended too much in the throat department. Yeah. <laughs> so like every video is kind of like. Uh, so I might have to re-record a lot of this stuff. Uh, obviously, I have to re-record the other videos, but I've been talking way too much. Is the problem here? And Pat feels that big time. Dude, I was kidding. HCC Aww, has gone and done that. That's fitting. Now I feel terrible. I feel yeah. awful for all of the things I said. Every chat did. of this was a super chat. Thank you, HCC. Super. You are super. And it's look at the look at what look at the amount. It's seven eight eight. Yes, absolutely genius, genius. Uh, yeah, you have technically sponsored the show now, so I feel like we need to promote it more we will now actually hcccccc brian um so who are you talking who are you shouting out pat oh as always philip uh we need to get together so that we can finalize some of our stuff for cobra convergence we are later in the month so uh we still have a little bit of time but um i'm actually looking forward to our discussion and getting getting this one in uh and and edited and all all that fun cannot wait uh you did one recently as well didn't you did a video very recently that's right yeah i did i don't that hasn't been in the last week maybe it maybe it was maybe it was right after the weekly last week i we put up um and yeah the uh the fortress maximus thing that i did yes yeah, yeah go, che go check out link in the description for articulated points go check it out um matt o'brien exactly that was a kit what kitty said moment i just kind of did it on the i did it on the the what do you call it on the stealth with that one um <laughs> mark says see i didn't realize that brian was sponsoring us all for our cc7 contributions uh, <laughs> <laughs> that maybe just the best ones says mark wow um anyway brilliant uh thank you again brian for that really appreciate it buddy uh future fortress maximus Pat has said, Fortress Maximus, question mark, question mark? Yes, go check out what Pat Yes, I, I did an episode on the giant Fujiwara. Easy for you to say. Yes. 
and easy for me to say. Um, talking Joe, the check is in the mail. Right. Um, thanks, HCC. Thanks, Brian, for all of the support, mate. We really appreciate it. And thank you for inviting us on Cobra Convert. Both of us, not just for this show, but then Pat has to double up and do his other thing. You are like you must. Uh, you must have the record for the most Cobra conversions, Pat, because you keep doing two well, things. They keep doing two. Yeah, that is true. HCC, no, could you get get the data on that, please? Um, Matt O'Brien. Oh, they're all doing it now. Matt, thank you so much, buddy. Thanks again for such a great stream or Steam. I, I prefer Steam because I've been gassing the entire time. Hope Phoebe is recovering well and full force. Thank you, Matt. Phoebe is doing great. She wouldn't, you wouldn't even know she's had surgery, mate. It's incredible. She's fully healed. And we went to, well, I'll talk about that now. Thank you, Matt, as well, for the super chat. That is a ridiculous amount of money. Please stop doing it. It's great. Um, shout out to my fam, of course, in the UK, mom and dad and the family in the UK. And of course, the fam in the US as well. Big shout out to everybody. And shout out to Kate and Phoebes as well. We went on holiday to Maine. We had a little break over the 4th of July uh, kind of holiday, I guess. And we went from Saturday to Wednesday. We went to a little cabin in the woods and it was lovely. They have like a lake there. It's really scenic and pretty. We thought the weather was going to be terrible and it was pretty much roasting hot sunshine the entire time. It was incredible. Um, and the cabin did have air conditioning. So thank the Lord for that. <clears throat> I did, I want to say, about five or six Intel episodes while I was there. So uh, our patrons got an absolute feast of, uh, of, of, of content. Uh, and, I, and I managed to get that Yojo preview done. Uh, not preview, review, Yojo June review video, which even though it was only about 11 minutes long, it took about, it took too long to edit is all I'm going to say. But I did all of that while I was <laughs> supposed to be chilling out and vacaying. Uh, so yeah, it was nice. So it was a great break. And Phoebe is doing phenomenally well. And we had a great time. Back now though. Um, anyway, that's shout out to them. And to Brian, of course, uh, for our amazing graphics. These are actually... Um, I just I get, thought I'd give Brian a break and just utilize Cobra Convergence graphics from last year. But he did do a title um, card and everything, which is cool as well. So thank you, Brian, for all the work you do for us. It's thoroughly appreciated. And also, staying with Brian, disassembly required, November 3rd and 4th, Hy-Vee Hall, downtown Des Moines. Have the tickets gone up for sale yet, Pat, do you know? I don't... Mm, not that I'm aware of. I haven't seen that. I don't think they have. They have. Just to keep it, uh, you know, make a note in your diary, guys, November 3rd and 4th in Des Moines, Iowa, for assembly required or disassembly required, as it is being known this time around. Great show. We always have a great time. It is a blast. Uh, and also, shout out to HCCC78, to Brian, and to Cobra Convergence 7, and all the contributors, including Pat here as well, Captain Double Up. Um, yeah, what was I going to say? Yeah, massive shout out to you guys and all the great work you do for the community. And thank you for letting us be a part of it. Uh, there'll be a video at the end of this video uh, telling you all about Cobra Convergence. So you can wait until the end of all of the patron stuff that goes on at the end. And then boom, there'll be a video if you want to check that out. Um, Pat, anything to say on Cobra Convergence? No, just thanks again. I always enjoy this and look forward to it now each year. Absolutely. It is, it's one of those things I'm kind of like, oh, what can we do for it? And then I just think, well, let's just do the weekly. Let's just do a weekly and make a big deal of it. And there we go. 
Um, I think what have I done in the past? What do we do? I've done stuff with you in the past, specifically, Pat, where we've done specific topics on Cobra Convergence, and I can't remember I think, what we've did done. Did we do maybe a monthly and, and use that for a Cobra Convergence in the past? We did, yes. We did a weekly last year, and the year before that, I think you're right. I think we did a monthly for it. I think you're right. Man, it's been it's been a long time. <laughs> it has been, anyway, yes. um, yeah, um, that's. I think that's everything. I think that's everything. Oh no, it isn't. What we're talking about, of course. Big shout out to whoever sent me these. I feel terrible for forgetting, but this gaucho is so cool, and I'm so happy to add him to my collection. Look how well he goes with bazooka as well. It's like bazooka and gaucho just basically being the same. That's a really good use of that gung ho. It really is. I have to agree. I think I prefer them using this original version to do the gaucho than doing the retro because now it's like the two characters are very stylistically different. Exactly. Yeah, I, I think that's why I really like this one. I, I, I mean, given the choice, I still would choose this one. Yeah, agreed on that one. And how fun is this four-inch paratrooper? It's really cool. I'm so excited. Like, it's fun to get, like, four-inch figures again, honestly. Um, and also the helmet comes off. I should have taken that off as well. Oh, look who it is. Look who it is underneath. I can't believe it. Oh, it's uh, Snake Eyes. It's Snake Eyes. It was Snake Eyes all along. That's awesome. It's like a Night Force Snake Eyes I've got here. That's brilliant. Para paratrooper Snake Eyes. Like, love it. Thank you very much, whoever it was. And um, like I said, I apologize if for forgetting but um yeah that's it for the full force weekly this week um massive shout out to cobra conversion seven of course as we've said and i agree with luke here don't forget to subscribe not just chris but the channel and pat as well deserve at least 5k minimum i think luke but yeah definitely thank you very much subscribe subscribe to the youtube channel like comment all that good stuff we really appreciate it uh, we've got a patreon as well massive shout out to our patrons thank you for supporting the show uh, so thank you for everyone for supporting it. We really do appreciate everything you guys do, whether it be a comment or whatever. We just appreciate all of it. Thank you so much. Um, Pat, thank you, buddy. It's been a pleasure as always. Yeah, thanks again. It's always fun. And I will see you on the next Articulated Points soon, I hope. I hope so, yes. Yeah. Well, you'll see <laughs> me before that on here, actually. Oh, we're doing it now. <laughs> Trying to do it to just follow this episode. Um, amazing stuff. Right. You know what to do, guys, at the end of all these episodes. After three, one, two, three, four. Four fours. See ya. Make sure you get involved with the discussion by liking, sharing and commenting on these videos and as always you can keep up with the show after listening by following on Twitter at The Full Force, liking the Facebook page facebook.com forward slash The Full Force and if you would like to contact the show you can message us on either of those platforms with feedback and questions. We also have a Patreon page so if you want to show your support for the show, see your name up in lights on these videos or enjoy exclusive bonus content then check out patreon.com forward slash the full force podcast or click on the link on any of the posts this podcast appears in full force the convergence is back 
Cobra Convergence 7 is about to begin. This July, Cobra will again turn the world blue. Cobra Convergence is an annual month-long event when G.I. Joe fans from around the world come together to celebrate G.I. Joe's enemy, Cobra. 31 days, 38 presenters, including podcasts, YouTube channels, toy photography, and more. The G.I. Joe fan community will present special Cobra content every day in July. Sergeant Slaughter Slaughterhouse, Woodbent, 29, HCC 788, Sparkster, 1701, it's Chad, What's on Joe Mine, Cobra Island, a toy kind of move, Talking Joe, go figure, Real American Brian, Scuba's Corner Cafe, The Full Force Podcast. Go to HCC788.com for a calendar of presenters. Follow them all so you don't miss a single episode. This year, Cobra has deployed their spies, infiltrators, and double agents to destroy G.I. Joe from the inside. You you never know who could be a Cobra agent. The Skull Review, Joe Motion Videos 82, codenamed Cujo, At the Battle, Peg Warmer, Jay Bartlett, Chaplin's Assistance Motor Pod, Toy Connection, JLS Comics, Action Robot Punch, Audible Interlude, Order of Battle, Yorktown Joe. Cobra's Espionage Division is looking for more spies and saboteurs. You can join the wave of blue and march with Cobra to world domination. Check hcc788.com to learn how you can join. The Joe on Joe Podcast, My Side of the Laundry Room, Rob Vegas, Steve Photo Viper, G.I. Jober, Ratface 44 Review, Island of Misfit Toys Collector, Treasures for Trigger, Anything Joe's, Toy Domination, Codename, New 202, Articulated Points, Podcast from the Pit, Agent Chuckles, Cobra Convergence 7 kicks off July 1st and ends July 31st. The calendar is live at hcc788.com right now. Follow every presenter so you don't miss any vital communiques. See you in July. Kill